back at me puzzled. What did you say? Let's build a cannon, I said. What does that mean? Just what you think it means. You and me build a cannon. You know? I spread my hands. Boom. Tom frowned. We can't do that. Why not? Because people can't just build cannons, Christopher. He said it like he was explaining why you shouldn't eat fire to a small, dull child. But that's where cannons come from, I said. People build them. You think God sends cannons down from heaven for Lent? You know what I mean. I folded my arms. I don't understand why you're not more excited about this. Maybe that's because you're never the one on the pointy end of your schemes. What schemes? I don't have any schemes. I spent all night throwing up that strength potion you invented, he said. He did look a little dark under the eyes today. Ah, yes, sorry, I winced. I think I put in too much black snail. It needed less snail. What it needed was less Tom. Don't be such a baby, I said. Vomiting's good for you anyway. It balances the humours. I like my humours the way they are, he said. But I have a recipe this time. I grabbed the parchment I'd leaned against the coin scales on the countertop and waved it at him. A real one, from Master Benedict. How can a cannon have a recipe? Not the whole cannon, just the gunpowder. Tom went very still. He scanned the jars around him, as if among the hundreds of potions, herbs and powders that ringed the shop was a remedy that would somehow get him out of this. That's illegal. Knowing a recipe isn't illegal, I said. Making it is. That was true. Only masters and only those with a royal charter were allowed to mix gunpowder. I was a long way from either. And Lord Ashcombe is on the streets today, Tom said. Now that made me pause. You saw him? Tom nodded. On Cheapside, after church, he had two of the king's men with him. What did he look like? Mean? Mean was exactly what I'd imagined. Lord Richard Ashcombe, Baron of Chillingham, was King Charles's loyal general and His Majesty's warden here in London. He was in the city hunting for a pack of killers. In the past four months, five men had been butchered in their homes. Each of them had been tied up, tortured, and slit open at the stomach and left to bleed to death. Three of the victims had been apothecaries, a fact that had me seeing assassins in the shadows every night. No one was sure what the killers wanted, but sending in Lord Ashcombe meant the king was serious about stopping them. Lord Ashcombe had a reputation for getting rid of men hostile to the crown, usually by sticking their heads on pikes in the public square. Still, we didn't need to be that cautious. Lord Ashcombe's not coming here, I said as much to myself as to Tom. We haven't killed anyone, and the king's warden isn't likely to stop by for a suppository, is he? What about your master? Tom said. He doesn't need a suppository. Tom made a face. I mean, isn't he coming back? It's getting close to dinner time. 
he said dinner time with a certain wistfulness. Master Benedict just bought the new edition of Culpepper's Herbal, I said. He's at the coffee house with Hugh. They'll be gone for ages. Tom pressed his ceramic shield to his chest. This is a bad idea. I hopped down from the counter and grinned. To be an apothecary, you must understand this. The recipe is everything. It isn't like baking a cake. The potions, creams, jellies and powders Master Benedict made, with my help, required an incredibly delicate touch. A spoonful too little nitre, a pinch too much aniseed and your brilliant new remedy for dropsy would congeal instead into worthless green goo. But new recipes didn't fall from the sky. You had to discover them. This took weeks, months, even years of hard work. It cost a fortune too. Ingredients.